Hello. My name is Kristen, and I am obsessed with all things play-based and child-led learning. Truly obsessed. I am here to help you navigate the messy and the magical on your journey to a play-based program. It is truly magical on the other side, and I want you to feel each day what I feel when I walk into my classroom. I am the homeschool mama to four. I'm the founder of a play and nature-based preschool and forest school, and I am here to cheer you on. I'm ready. Are you ready? Let's get going. Hello. I had somewhat of a profound thought the other day, and I want you to to think really, really hard about something for me for a minute. I'm actually going to give you a minute of silence because I want you to really think about this. So stop what you're doing and think. I want you to think about what is the last physical risk that we celebrate 100% in young children. Think back to your own kiddos' lives or the children in your care and think about the last greatest physical risk that is 100% supported and celebrated by adults in the lives of children. All right, here's your thinking time. All right, well, that wasn't a full minute. (laughs) Silence is awkward. Are you ready for the answer? And this is my answer. This is what popped into my head. Learning to walk. That is the last greatest physical risk that we allow children to take fully without any of our adult anxiety being put onto it. Without any weight stops or be careful or no that's dangerous types of words and phrases that go along with it we trust our littlest humans to take really big risks bigger than any they've ever taken before we cheer them on we smile and we clap and we stand nearby and we wait patiently with our video camera or our phone in hand to capture the moment they fall down and we cheer for them to get back up we allow them space and encouragement We give them time because we know we can't force them to learn how to walk, right? We ensure that the area that they're walking in is free from big hazards. We move the coffee table over to the side so that they don't bonk their head on the corner. Or we offer a finger to start and gently guide them in their process of putting all of the moving parts together of learning how to walk. Learning to walk is the last greatest physical risk we fully embrace and celebrate in life. Now, this is generally speaking, as we know that there's many caregivers and parents out there that know the benefits of risk-taking in childhood and fully embrace and support it. But generally speaking, many adults don't know the benefits of risk and may not even realize their own fears and anxiety are limiting their child's growth and development by trying to make their world risk-free, 
either because they want their child to be protected from the world or because it's easier to say no than to support a child through a big risk. I realized a few weeks ago when I was preparing for an online session keynote that this this was the last greatest risk. I had that thought run through my head. Like, I wonder, when's the last time that the majority of adults support a risk fully in childhood? It took a minute for me to think back and come up with the answer. And I think it's pretty profound and it's a very valid argument. The last greatest risk we fully support is learning to walk. But what about the rest of the life? What about the rest of life? What if we supported all risk-taking like we support learning to walk? What would our children turn out to be like? What would our world look like? I'm, I'm actually left with way more questions than answers, but I can tell you a few things. I can tell you that risk is necessary for proper growth and development. A childhood or a life without risk is like never learning to hold a pencil. What if we place the same amount of energy supporting risk as we do supporting the fine motor skills necessary to hold a pencil? So why is risk-taking important, and especially physical risk? There's, there's lots of types of risk, but this one's specifically about physical risk. I could go on forever and ever about this, but I, I want this to be quick and simple so you can get some actionable ideas to help support risk-taking in your environment, no matter where you are on your play-based learning journey. Risk-taking is as important as learning to hold a crayon or a pencil or a paintbrush or squeezing Play-Doh. Risk-taking helps develop self-esteem. It helps self-confidence, self-regulation. Like, how high can I climb before I can't turn around anymore? Problem-solving skills, tolerance for failure, and, of course, Of course, you've got your gross motor and your fine motor skills and development there. I have found that it is much easier to support risk-taking in a play-based learning environment than a traditional early childhood classroom. Why? Because we have time. And you need time to support children in their risk-taking endeavors. So here are three tips that can help you settle into physical risk-taking so that you can ensure the children in your care have more last greatest risks in life beyond learning to walk. All right, number one, 15 seconds. Use a 15-second rule. If you see a child starting to engage in a physical risk and there is no imminent danger or hazards around, take 15 seconds. Stand close but not too close, and give them 15 seconds to see what their plan is. Observe them. And then after that 15 seconds, you can intervene if you need to or ask, what's your plan? Does that feel safe? But don't immediately intervene. This will allow you to get a gauge for what they're capable of and to allow the child to figure out what is comfortable for them. Number two, be safe as necessary instead instead of as safe as possible. Safe as necessary instead of as safe as possible. If we take on the learn to walk mindset, we can get this right. Treat other risks as you would treat a baby or a toddler learning to walk. We don't hover at the baby and toddler and say, stop, don't do that. When they're learning to walk, we stand close by and we offer support only when needed. This is the mindset we need to have in the early childhood classroom. And number three, 
say yes. If you can find ways to say yes to things, you will be taking steps to better supporting risk in your environment. So like if a child finds a log outdoors and it may have been a there might be like a bit of ice on it and it looks slippery to you instead of saying no get down to that risk-taking opportunity think about how you could say yes it could be I am here if it starts to feel unsafe or you could even set a limit and this looks slippery and unsafe can we find another area for balancing that doesn't have ice on it so there you go three ways to embrace physical risk-taking in early childhood environments let's not allow the last greatest risk to be learning to walk. If we take away risk in childhood, we're taking away valuable learning experiences. So from now on, please vow to never let learning to walk be the last greatest risk in childhood. If you need any help explaining risk to families, um, to parents, to grown-ups of children in your care, I do have some downloadable, some free downloadable letters to parents on my website. I will put the link in the show notes so that you can head there to download those letters and you can use them. And there's, they're all five of them are on different topics, but one of them is on risk taking. So check it out. Link is in the show notes. All right. Have a great day. Hey, I need you to do me a huge, 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 huge favor. If you liked listening and you want to be able to hear more, can you please go on to iTunes and leave me a five-star review? I would so appreciate it. And then connect with me on Instagram. It's learning.wild. We'll see you around.